What is up, FJT Nation? It is your boy, Sean, coming at you live. Well, not live. I got to record this and then edit it and all that shit. Um, Mr. and Mr. Maddie Moses tonight. Uh, we were supposed to get together, but homie is passed out on a couch somewhere. So uh, pray for my boy, Moses. Let's hit this intro music. So at the end of the episode, we had talked about uh, rifling off who's left on the free agency wire. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, We're going to kick things off real quick. We're going to talk about my man Julio Jones. Uh, He had just left the Atlanta Falcons. He went over to Tennessee looking for a rebirth with our man Ryan Tannehill alongside an A.J. Monster Brown. Uh, Didn't really pan out that way. He showed flashes that he still got some in the tank. Uh, Injuries plagued his season, though, and inevitably Tennessee decided to move on. Uh, They went out and they got Bobby Trees. We all know how that went down. We talked about it. Uh, Julio Jones is still sitting out there for any team to grab, though. Uh, With current movings of uh, Mr. Matty Ice going to Indy, uh, Julio's recently been linked to Indy. And a possible reunion with Matty Ice. I think this would be a great pairing with Pity City Jr. And uh, let's make it happen, Indy. Let's go. We're going to jump right right on from Mr. Julio Jones. We're going to talk about Javis Landry. Uh, he's been linked to the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's been linked to the New Orleans Saints. Both these teams could really use Landry without a doubt. Um, man's got great hands. I'd love to see him land in New Orleans. Uh, We all know KC just moved on from Tyreek Hill, but with their other signings like Juju, MVS, guys still on the roster, the potential of them chasing a guy in the draft, I think it would make sense for Javis Landry to go to, you know, New Orleans, make some moves, go down there with famous Jameis. Uh, New Orleans just, uh, yeah, re-signed. Didn't re-sign, but signed Andy Dalton. Uh, I think Javis Landry goes down there. I think he looks phenomenal. Running alongside uh, Mr. The Slant King Thomas and uh, Kamara in the backfield. I think it looks good. I think it's a smart move if Landry's got his choice. Obviously, we don't know that because now it's getting late into free agency. We're approaching draft season. Um, Javis, dude, I want you to come to the Patriots. So if you listen to this, come to the Patriots, man, because we need some help. But uh, he's not really been linked to the Patriots, but he has been linked to the Chiefs and the Saints. I think the Saints make the most sense. With Landry going to the Saints, the next guy on my list would be Mr. Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller has been recently linked to the Cleveland Browns uh, with the departure of Landry, with the departure of OBJ, the recent acquiring of uh, Amari Cooper, and the only other... Viable wide receiver in my eyes and Donovan Peoples-Jones, that's not much. I mean, you really don't need much when you got Cooper on your team. But for Watson to come in there and immediately gel with, uh, I think Will Fuller would be that guy. You know what I mean? They have a pass. They've shown they can work well together. 
and it's a chance for a fresh start for both him and Watson. You know what I mean? Fuller goes to Cleveland. He gets his fresh start. I could see him getting maybe another one-year deal, a prove-it deal like he got with Miami before he busted up his hand. Uh, Will Fuller to the Cleveland Browns. Write it in your notebook. Mark it down. Watermark that shit. Trademark it. I don't care how you do it. Will Fuller to the Browns before the start of the season. Let's go. All right. Will Fuller to the Browns. You love it. I love it. Let's get it done. I'm going to rifle off the next handful of wide receivers. I'm going to just go real quick. Uh, bang it out of the way. T.Y. Hilton, his age, his injury concern. I don't think he gets signed anywhere until there's an injury slot or someone misses in the draft and they need a wide receiver to start the season. Other than that, I think he stays a free agent. Uh, let's jump right on to Cole Beasley. Uh, this man just got released from Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo could use some receiver help. I don't see Cole Beasley getting signed because he's been very outspoken on a stance against being vaccinated. I don't have an issue with that. What you put in your body is your choice. I'm not one to tell you what to do, um, but I think the fact that he was very outspoken about it to the team and to the NFL as a whole, I think is one of the main reasons why he hasn't been signed. Uh, while we're in Buffalo, Let's jump over to Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I think age on him is a concern. He is 35. He does still have it. Uh, he's not going to be a wide receiver one, but he's got enough to go out there and produce, uh, be a viable asset for a team. However, with him being 35, I don't see any real suitors until after the draft. A lot of these guys I'm not going to see anything for until after the draft. The start of training camp when injuries start to, you know, um, belittle teams and just start racking up. Like we've seen what happened with Baltimore last year. Um, after all those injuries, the failure with Watkins. Speaking of Watkins, I'm going to jump right into him. Uh, he's 28. If he can stay healthy and he can stay consistent, he'll be a steal for any team. This guy has a massive amount of talent. We've seen it when he was in Buffalo. Um, he showed flashes in KC. He had a good couple of games with Baltimore. Um, if there's a team out there that can get him, I think they're getting him on the cheap, cheap, cheap. And I think that team's going to be Green Bay. Uh, he's the only real suitor I see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs some help. And, and Green Bay can't afford to give it to anyone because they just paid Rodgers through the nose. So they're going to be looking for, you know, cheap veterans. And I think Watson, yeah, Watson, uh, Watkins is right up their alley. Uh, speaking of up your alley, I'm talking about our man A.J. Green. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal career out in Cincy. Uh, he moved on from Cincy. He did some stuff down in Arizona. Um, a couple of reports I had read is that he's seeking out a contender. And he's got no rush to sign anywhere. My man, you were just on a contending team. Granted, Arizona fell off towards the end, but you guys started out amazing. Um, I, I honestly, I can see him re-signing with Arizona now that Christian Kirk is gone. Uh, you don't know the full status of, you know, Duke. Yeah, Duke, 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 Duke. D-Hop, you don't know the, the status on him. I meant to say Nuke. 
um, mumbling over my words even without Moses here. But yeah, AJ Green, I see you going back to Arizona, uh, probably closer to training camp. We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, next guy on our list wouldn't even make a training camp. This is OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., coming off the injury fresh out of the Super Bowl. Ah, dude showed an absolute resurgence when he went back to L.A. He just, him and Matt Stafford clicked, and it looked amazing. Um, do the Rams re-sign OBJ? I think there's, uh, you know, a very high probability that they do. Uh, he showed just how much him and Stafford gelled. You know what I mean? The Rams did move on, however, from Robert Woods. It sounds like they were making room for OBJ, but then immediately... Uh, they went out and acquired Allen Robinson. They still got Van Jefferson on the roster. So signing OBJ wouldn't hurt them because they can sign him and let him heal and bring him back when he's ready and get him into the groove of things. But I do see reports of him being leaked, uh, leaked, yeah, linked back to the Cleveland Browns for a potential return. I don't see Cleveland doing that. As, as intantalizing as it is, to play with someone like Deshaun Watson. I I don't see mending the fences between OBJ and Cleveland. It just it didn't work out. OBJ just his heart wasn't in Cleveland. I I don't think. You know what I mean? I'm not in that locker room. I'm not in that man's head. He's also been linked to the Patriots. Uh Hashjag. Yeah, Hashjag. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Even without Moses here, I keep slurring my words. It's you know, ten twenty at night. I'm tired as fuck. Uh, you know, the missus and the kids are downstairs sleeping. I'm trying to be quiet. But he's been linked back to the Patriots. I would love to see him in the blue and silver. I want to see Landry. <laughs> if you could get both of them and and show Cleveland what they didn't have, but they did have in New England, um, that would be great. New England needs all the wide receiver help we can get. But in all honesty, OBJ is going back to the Rams. Uh, that That's just how I see it. A couple of the you know, notable wide receivers on uh, the free agency wire are still Deshaun Jackson, uh, Danny Amendola, and then just a young guy who had upside but never really panned out is Dante Pettis. Uh, I really got nothing on those guys. Deshaun, uh, Amendola, they're older. I, I really don't see them getting signed until, you know, training camp and injuries and whatnot. Dante Pettis, if a team wants to take a flyer like a Green Bay, go ahead. But those three guys uh, uh, other ones that I see still sitting in free agency come, you know, training camp, maybe week one, week two. All right, let's move on to quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know if y'all can handle this list real quick because it is massive. I got two guys. And <laughs> two guys alone. I got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mr. Fitz Magic himself. And then I got another quarterback that goes by the name Cam Superman Newton. Um, both these quarterbacks have shown flashes in the past. You know what I mean? You don't get a name like Fitz Magic without having some magic. Cam Newton showed that he can be viable at points. Um, do I think he's still got some in the tank? I have no idea. I, I think him playing in New England wasn't a real fit. You know, he went back to, you know, Carolina and went back and forth with, you know, P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold and 
I, I don't know if that playbook was designed for him now that Rivera was out of Carolina, but we'll see. Uh, he There's pl- reports out there that saying he has teams calling him and, you know, willing to give him a workout, willing to give him a shot, but he's saying that he would rather wait for a suitor on a win-now team with a real chance to start. So, you know, Pittsburgh, Seattle, come get your boy. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick said he'd rather retire than be a backup. Honestly, as an older quarterback and a journeyman, I feel you, man. You know what I mean? You want to go to a team that you, you can compete for a starting job. Unfortunately, with all the movement out there, the slots are running out fast. I'm thinking maybe Seattle, maybe Detroit. You know what I mean? Jared Goff, we don't know what, what what's going to go on there with him. Uh, Houston and General Mills, I think you can compete. I would take Fitzmagic over him. The Giants with Danny Dimes, I would take Fitzmagic over him. And then you got the Jets. Uh, I'm a little hesitant to even mention the Jets because they just invested a first-round pick on a... Fuck, dude, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'm not even going to try to think of it right now. Um, But yeah, I, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has got more talent in his arm and more football IQ in his brain. Than, see, than the quarterbacks in Seattle, Detroit, Houston, you know, the New York football giants and the Jets combined. Um, I think if he goes to any one of those teams, he is automatically the best candidate to start in that locker room. All right, uh, let's move on to running backs. I have a laundry list of running backs, but I've only really got one that I want to talk about. Um, that's Melvin Gordon. I'm seeing time, uh, yeah, times, ties that are going to bring him back to Denver. Please, for the love of God, no. Don't do this to this man. Don't do this to his fans. Don't do this to the fantasy football community. I know the NFL owners and players, y'all don't give a fuck about the NFL fantasy community. But please, God, go somewhere else that can use your services. Man, it, it, football-wise, going back to Denver, awesome. You guys would work wonders. You and Williams behind, you know, Russ would be on a whole nother level. But please, man, get the fuck out of Denver, dude. Go go to Buffalo. Buffalo could use you. You're, you're hands down a better back than Singletary. You know what I mean? I, uh, I can't even get into this right now, dude. I, Moses, I miss you. I need someone to bounce this shit off of and come back and call me an idiot. Um, Melvin Gordon, dude, please don't go back to Denver. Go anywhere that can use you as an every down back. I don't want to see you splitting carries. I don't want to see you in a timeshare. You are way too talented. And with your current age, I, I think he's 26, maybe 27. Dude, time is running out. Running backs don't have that long to produce in the league and be, you know, these explosive every down backs. We, we've seen guys like Le'Veon Bell fall off a cliff. Uh, you know, Matt Forte, LaDainian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster. Like, all these dudes were just nasty and then took a fucking nosedive. Um, you know what I mean? Some some notable guys still in free agency uh, for the running back position. I'll just rifle them off real quick. I don't see a lot of landing spots. All these guys, I think, only get on a team if there's an injury to that team that matches that person's, 
unique capability as a running back. Um, you know what I mean? We got Tariq Cohen, uh, David Johnson, Sony Michelle, Carlos Hyde, Marlon Mack, Devontae Freeman, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Lev Bell. I think Marlon Mack, in my personal opinion, is probably the most talented out of that group. He's also old, <laughs> just like just about everyone in that group outside of maybe Sony. Um, but Marlon Mack has showed it in Indy that he was the main back. And before his injury, he was dominating. Um, and it was just putting Jonathan Taylor on the back burners at, uh, in his rookie year. But without the Marlon Mack injury, you don't we don't get the Jonathan Taylor breakout as soon as we got it. Um, Marlon Mack, it'll probably pick up before any one of these guys. Uh, the only thing that would scare you is the injury. Um, but from what I understand, he is fully healthy and ready to go. But as we all know, in the NFL, running backs are a dime a dozen. And now, for my favorite part and my favorite uh, position to talk about, we're going to talk some tight ends. We're going to do some butt plugging tight ends, uh, some whistling when I walk, you know. <laughs> Uh, first guy on my list is the, uh, that should sum it up. Just, just the way, God damn it. Uh, Jimmy Grandpa, Jimmy Graham, the grandpa. Dude, bro, just fucking retire, man. Give these young guys a shot. You were filthy in New Orleans with Drew Brees. Filthy. And then you went to Seattle, moderate. And then it was just a downhill from there, man. Tight ends, much like running backs, you guys hit a wall. You have a very short window to produce. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey aside, uh, you know what I mean? You don't get too many Travis Kelseys producing this late and that steady into their career. Uh, you know what I mean? Not everyone can have a Jason Witten. Jimmy Graham. Dude, it's just time to retire. You are, you're still an elite red zone tight end, um, but that's it. You're not stretching the field. You're not making plays. You're the guy if the team gets on the goal line and they want to stack the box, you just fade to the outside and you know throw a post route. All right, let's move on. We're gonna talk about Blake Jarwin. Speaking of the Saints, uh, I didn't see too many reports on who could take Blake Jarwin. I'm just gonna give my personal opinion. I would love to see him go to the Saints. I think this would be awesome. Uh, you know, Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton um, recently have shown they both love the tight end safety blanket. Um, the Saints, however, did express uh, show that they want to move Hill uh, to do more tight end work. They do have Adam Troutman. You know, they have a plethora of, of, of younger guys. Um However, I think if they were to sign Jarwin and he gets healthy midseason, this offense could shape up to be filthy. And, and you know, let's say Jameis comes in and he's not the same quarterback that we started to see him play as last year. You know what I mean? That, that calm, cool, collected, more efficient, you know, QBR of 102 type quarterback. And he just goes back to the 30 for 30 and they move back to Dalton. You know what I mean? I, I'm not. I don't think Dalton is gonna beat Jameis out for the starting job down there. However, if he does and he plays, uh, Jarwin and Dalton have 
at, at least had some time together in Dallas. Uh, not much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, I think if Jarwin goes to the Saints, you got Jarwin, you got, you know, Michael Thomas, you got Alvin Kamara. Uh, they just brought back, like, Traquan Smith. Uh, that, that offense is going to shape up to be nice. Um, moving on from there, we talk about our man Robert Gronkowski. Mr. Gronkowski. He's going back to the Bucks. I don't know why I'm talking like that, dude. I'm, I'm fucking losing my mind. I'm in a room by myself staring at walls and a computer screen. Um, Gronk, homie's going back to the Bucks. We all know it. He was on the barbershop the other day joking around saying, you know, Brady made me wait, so now it's my turn to make him wait. Bro, we all know what's happening. We all know you're going back to the Bucks. The second Brady came out of retirement, threw everyone back to the Bucks. I'm surprised fucking Antonio Brown didn't come out and go, hey, I want to go back to the Bucks too. Uh, Grunt going back to the Bucks. He, he's the L sign, whatever. It's no rush, no nothing. We all know he's going back. This man is just going to fucking pick up the phone one day and be like, all right, guys, I'll come back. Uh, see you in a week. But all right, I'm, I'm going to rifle off the last of the tight ends. Uh, we got Eric Ebron. I could see him going to like a Houston for a payday. Uh, he's got a name. He shows flashes. You know, he's got potential. He's just another one of those, you want to trust him, but you can't. You know, sometimes he performs, he he's, doesn't really have a drop-off or a floor. Uh, next up, we got Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I think this man just getting outright released by the Giants after failing to find a trade partner. Uh, it speaks volumes. Uh, he was, you know, a pretty decent tight end with Minnesota. Uh, didn't really do too much with the Giants. You know what I mean? He's one of those types of guys where I think he sits waiting for a phone call. Um, if a team needs him, you know, week one, week two, uh, I could see him getting a phone call. But other than that, uh, Kyle Rudolph, man, I think it's I think it's all done. Um, next up, we got Jared Cook. For <laughs> all the same reasons I just said about Kyle Rudolph. You know what I mean? Jared Cook showed a, a late career breakout, and that was it. Um, other than that, he he doesn't look like he's got much left. I I could see teams passing on him. You know, looking for younger guys. Uh, maybe like the next guy on my list, uh, tight end Chris Herndon. Uh, I could actually see him going to Carolina. I think he could help complete their offense as a whole, outside of a quarterback, of course. Uh, Chris Herndon, also like Robbie Anderson, has a past with Sam Darnold. Uh, I think that could benefit Sam Darnold down there with a comfort zone. Um, it could also help Chris Herndon ease into the playbook, having a quarterback that he's familiar with. And I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Uh, Carolina Panthers are slowly becoming the New York Jets of yesteryear. <laughs> with that being said... You guys have a good night, FGT Nation. This is your boy signing off. I uh, just want to give a quick couple shout-outs to my boy Justin Dennis over at Slick Shades, S-L-Y-K dot com. Head over there, use promo code FGT20, and uh, get you some shades. You know, get your style on. You know, go great with them shades. Some merch. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go over there and get you an FGT podcast t-shirt, 
or a sweatshirt, you're going to hit up my man Damian Winslow over at InfectedConcepts.com. Hit him up with anything you need. My man is incredibly talented. Uh, He can give you whatever you need. You want a t-shirt, you want a sweatshirt, you you want some custom-made socks, my man can do it all. Speaking of doing it all, uh, I want to give a big shout-out to my cousin Andy Cosby over at Chrome Roses. Uh, Hooked us up with that intro music. Love you, brother. Uh, all right, let's let's get it rolling. Let's keep it right. Let's keep it tight. Have a good night.